You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Introducing the Mike Moore Ministries mobile app, your gateway to spiritual inspiration and godly leadership. With a host of practical features, it's like having a personal spiritual guide in the palm of your hand. Watch and listen to the How to Win podcast, get exclusive early access to the Answers That Work broadcast before it airs on television, receive uplifting and thought-provoking nuggets, and stay up to date with Mike Moore's speaking engagements through an interactive calendar. To download, visit your device's app store and search Mike Moore Ministries. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. Listen, I'm glad to have you with us today. I'm in my leadership d- edition of the How to Win, and you are going to be blessed today. At this point in our teaching, I'm doing what I'm calling a leadership organizational blueprint. I wanted to have a pathway that you as a leader could could look at and see direction and guidance in terms of being successful in your leadership. So this blueprint has seven uh, components that begin, and each component has a series that goes along with it. Uh, The first component is purpose. Uh, The series title is The Why Matters. The second component is vision. And that series is seeing beyond the now. The third component is values. Uh, The series title is, So What Do You Really Value? The fourth component is strategy. And the series title is the strategic visionary. And the fifth uh, uh, component is execution. The series title is from concept to concrete. And then the sixth uh, component uh, to this blueprint is people, the people puzzle. And then the final component, pardon me, is accountability. Uh, the series title is The Book Stops Here. Now, we've talked about purpose and vision and values and strategies, and we just completed our series on execution. So we're going to begin today on the theme of people. And our series title is The People Puzzle. Now, the theme of this series will be attracting, developing, and empowering people. You know, as well as I do, that the people piece is so very important because we lead people. We don't lead goals. We don't lead strategy. We lead people and people set goals and people uh, create strategies and execute. So we're going to be talking about that, that, that people uh, uh, piece of the puzzle, the people puzzle. And in this first lesson, I want to talk about finding and keeping the best people. We need People and we want the best people, don't we? Yes, we want the best people. So let's talk about finding and keeping the best people. So you can see right away that this lesson is going to have two parts finding the best people, keeping the best people. So let's talk about finding the best people. When we look at Jesus, 
One of the, the first things that Jesus did uh, at the very start of his ministry <clears throat> was to select people that we call apostles. In Luke chapter 6, verse 12 through 13, and I'll read it to you from the New King James Version. It says, Now it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called his disciples to himself, and from them he chose 12 whom he also named apostles. So now notice this people piece was so important to the success of Jesus' ministry that he prayed all night and then he called his disciples in, and then he selected 12 that he called apostles or sent ones. People are very important. So we're going to talk first about finding the best people. In particular, I want to give you some insights to hiring the best people. People. I think these insights would also be good, a good reference point for volunteers. But let's talk about hiring the best people. You want the best people on your team. And as you grow, you're going to have to hire people to carry out the vision. So there are two major keys to hiring uh, the best people insights. And the first key is defining the position correctly and clearly in terms of defining the position correctly, defining the position that you want to hire for correctly and clearly in terms of three things, in terms of mission, in terms of outcomes, and in terms of competences. Mission, outcome, and competences. So let's talk about mission. When you hiring someone, selecting someone to be on your team, then mission is important. Mission is the job's core purpose. In other words, why? You need to house someone in this slot. You got to think through that. Why do you need to hire someone in this slot? That's mission, the job's core purpose. Why are you hiring a person? Why do you need to hire a person in this slot? Has to do with mission. And then outcomes has to do with describing what the person or what a person need to accomplish in the role. You're hiring a, pers per a person, but what does the person need to accomplish in the role that you're hiring for? When Jesus selected his uh, 12 disciples, he had outcomes that he wanted them to achieve. He wanted them to preach the kingdom of God. He wanted them to heal the sick. He wanted them to cleanse lepers. He wanted them to raise the dead. He wanted them to cast out demons. These are 
outcomes. For example, if you are hiring a community outreach person, a director or a coordinator for your outreach, you need to think through, okay, what are the outcomes? What do you want the person to achieve? Maybe increase visibility. Maybe establish specific partnerships. Maybe recruit volunteers, create teams, develop leaders. Sometimes when we make out job descriptions, what we often do is focus on a list of what the person will be doing, not on what the person should accomplish. So it's so very important that when you're creating a job description, you should put outcomes, what you want the person to accomplish, not just what they are going to be doing. And then thirdly, competences. When you're hiring uh, the best people, you want to define the position correctly in terms of mission, the job's core purpose, outcomes, what the person needs to accomplish, and then competences. Competences involves several components. It involves the skill set of the person. <clears throat> Pardon me. It involves behavioral fit, and it involves a cultural fit. Let's talk about skill set. When you're hiring somebody or selecting somebody for a position, do they have the skill set? In other words, do they, they have what it takes to do the job? You, for example, if you don't want to hire me to be a technology director, you wouldn't hire me to be a technology director because I don't have the skill Set. Does the skill match the job that you're hiring the person from? In my, I was reading a, a book by Jeff Smart and Randy Street, a business book entitled Who? And they believe that it is, in, that it is important to not hire a generalist. Sometimes we hire generalists. We hire people that just do a lot of different kinds of things, and we think that's very positive. Uh, they call a generalist an all-around athlete, but they believe it's best to hire a person with narrow and deep competences. In other words, if you if you gonna if you want a quarterback, you you are selecting a quarterback for your team. You want a quarterback. You don't just want an athlete, somebody that can run and somebody that can throw and somebody that can block and all that. No, you want you want a specialist. You want somebody that has deep experience and training and skill in that particular area. I remember years ago when I was pastoring, the Holy Spirit said to me that you lack skill in skill position. He was saying that you have people in positions, but their skill set does not match what they are in position to do. So you want, when you're hiring, you want to think in terms of, of mission, 
uh, the purpose, uh, why you need a person in, in this position. You want to think in terms of outcomes. What do you want that person to accomplish? And then you need to think in terms of competences, uh, skill set. We talked about that. Behavioral uh, fit has to do with personal qualities, looking for certain personal qualities that will cause the person to be successful. Like, for example, are they coachable? Uh, do they uh, have attention to detail? Are they resilient? Are they organized? These are behavioral uh, qualities. And then cultural fit. Do they fit the values of your organization, what you believe, and what are your priorities? Do they align with your organization? So we talked about hiring the best person. Let's, let's talk about keeping the best people. How do we keep the, the best people and not have a whole lot of turnover uh, in our ministry or our business, our organization? How do we keep the best people? Well, I think that there are at least two things that are, are important and keeping people uh, in your ministry, uh, in that job, in that business, that organization, how do we keep the best people? Not select them, bring them in, and they have, we have all this turnover. Well, I think there are two things. Number one, I think environment is very important, and we'll talk about that uh, in a moment. I think environment, the the physical environment I think is important. And I think the people environment uh, is important. And then secondly, I think of, I think what will keep people uh, in your organization is positive experiences, positive experiences. Let's talk about the environment. Physical environment is self-explanatory. People need to have a clean, need to have a, a, a environment conducive to them being able to get the job done. But the people environment, and in particular, the leadership environment is very important, especially uh, the person's boss, supervisor, and the persons uh, that the people you're hiring report to. In an article that I, I was reading, I was reading an article online, and the title of the article was, Want Your Team's Respect and Loyalty. Want Your Team Respect and Loyalty. It's kind of a question by Peter Economy. And he stated a report that 86% of employees believe that they're more productive if they like their boss. Think about that. 80% of, of people surveyed said that they believe they would be more productive if they liked their boss. And then three out of four empl employees identified dealing with their boss as the worst part of their jobs. Think about that. So when you're hiring people, it's important 
that the leader, the people uh, that are supervising people is important how they carry themselves, how they lead. Employees enjoy working for bosses who are caring, engaged, and competent. I'll say that again. People, employees, enjoy working for bosses who are caring, engaged, and competent. So if we're going to keep the best people, it's important how we lead the best people. It's important how supervisors lead, directors lead, managers lead. And then the second key to keeping the best people is that positive experiences. Positive experiences. And I, I, I quickly give you a list. When a, an employee, a person recently hired, come into an organization, the experience, the work experience will dictate much uh, of the time, whether they will be there a while or whether they will just tra- quickly get in there and then transition out. Let's look at some of the experiences that will hold people or have people wanting to stay. Uh, a welcoming environment. When people come in an organization, they want to be welcome. A collaborative environment, an environment where people want to work with them, a challenging work, uh, challenging work and assignments that stretch workers. People want to be challenged. They, they don't want to be bored. They want, they want duties that will challenge them to grow and develop. Um, work and efforts that are recognized and rewarded. When people do good, they want to be recognized and they want to be rewarded. Inclusive decision-making. When when new hires come into a place and they feel that they can have some part of the decision-making, naturally, that the, the, the uh, Hiree, if you want to call them that, that that person is not going to be dictating everything that's going to happen. They come in under someone, but everybody want to be able to give input, be able to want to give suggestions, want to give feedback as it relates to their work. Feedback is encouraged. Feedback is welcome. Vision and mission is making a difference. People want to be a part of something that is making a difference. Opportunities for growth. People want opportunities for growth. They want opportunities for exposure. And we want, they want opportunities uh, for promotion. So in a nutshell, as I close, it's so very important not just that we hire the best people, but it's very important <clears throat> that we keep the best people. And keeping the best people, it has a lot to do with, number one, the experience that people have with their boss. Uh, research has documented that many times people leave an organization because of the negative relationship that they had with their supervisor. So supervisors, directors, leaders, it's important 
how you lead people. You, you can't think, well, I'm paying their salary. They're getting a salary. They should do this. No, you have a role in uh, creating a positive experiences with the people that you hire, that your team, positive experience. You have to be intentional about creating positive experiences. I believe that there's a lot that um, we could say about this, but I, I, I want to conclude by saying much of the time when people leave, everybody wants more money. Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody wants. Everybody want more money, you know. But much of the time, people are not leaving because, just because of pay. Sometimes they are leaving because of pay. They get, they get a, a better opportunity or they can make more money over here. But I believe that much of the time, people, or most of the time, people are leaving because of negative experiences with their, their supervisor, their boss. And I believe that they leave because of negative experiences in the environment. And I think that should be something that we should be aware of if we are a CEO, if we're a pastor, uh, if we are a manager or supervisor, that we are responsible for, for attempting to have a positive relationship with the people uh, that follow us or the people that we hire. And we are responsible for trying to create a positive experiences for people when they work. And I believe that most people will stay and grow with the organization. Listen, I'm out of time, but I trust that we've said something, but we're not through. We're talking about this. We're talking about this people thing. And in our next lesson, we're going to talk about the greatest gift to a follower and that is development. So we'll talk about that in our next episode. Listen, I'm glad you spent this time with me. I look forward to seeing you next time, and I pray you have a great uh, week. <laughs>